Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell on yet another hump day. How quickly does Wednesday come around? Today being Wednesday, the 16th of March, 2022. Trust, wherever you are in the world, you have started your week in exceptional, exceptional fashion. Haven't recorded a podcast since ooh, last Friday when I had the wonderful Tiffany Cook on the podcast, uh, been flat out long weekend, uh, wedding anniversary on Friday, and spent some time with the wife on Monday, hence didn't get a chance to do a podcast, given it was also a public holiday, and flat out yesterday running workshop. So here we are in the afternoon of Wednesday, the 16th of March, 2022. And uh, as a quick reminder, before we jump into today's topic, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, uh, why not? Do yourself a favor, do your team a favor, subscribe to the show, or if on Apple platform, make sure you follow the show. And if you feel as if there is some value in sharing this with somebody within your sphere of influence, please do them a favor and share this episode and the podcast with them as well, so that they too can hopefully get the benefit of the conversation that we're having about all things sales and sales leadership. And of course, if you can rate the show as well, that'll be terrific. And while you're at it, why don't you leave a comment? Uh, we always like five-star ratings, but if you don't like the show, just write it anyway because uh, feedback, any feedback is good feedback. So in today's episode, it comes off the back of a conversation I've been having with a number of people, but also a quick-fire LinkedIn message or post I put on on Sunday night, and that is, to be exceptional, are you prepared to quit? Now, this might sound like a bit of a paradoxical question, but it's also a quite a thought-provoking question because in order to be exceptional, there's going to be some things that we need to change in terms of what we're doing. And, and what's interesting, as I observe leaders and I continue to observe leaders, especially in sales, is that many of them are driven by a level of certainty and they have a need to follow a proven formula and possess a relentless focus on achieving the numbers. And this is not necessarily their fault. Often it's a case of they've been brought up in an environment that is very conducive to making it all about the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. And unfortunately, in many of these cases, they don't acknowledge that this approach, this relentless focus on numbers at all cost, is in many cases actually preventing them from being exceptional. It's a big, it's a big obstacle that for many of them, they don't even see that sitting right in front of them. They're following what they consider to be a tried and true pathway, and yet they're not necessarily achieving the results that they desire, or if you look at it at an even more granular level, probably the level of satisfaction and fulfillment they get and they crave from their role is not being met either. Um, and it's almost like the blind leading the blind. And I see this happen many, many times with senior leaders who have been promoted into positions of authority, of influence, of power, um, of responsibility, where they actually just follow the formula that they've been shown and don't necessarily question or acknowledge or seek out whether there's additional approaches, different processes, different strategies, different tactics to perhaps deliver different results. And I often talk about this, that many leaders unfortunately follow this formula and they end up building teams that are very one-dimensional, that not only do they have people who are very much the same within their team, uh, they also follow the same sort of process, same sort of formula, and they end up falling a lot short of their potential. Not only their team falls short on their potential, but they as leaders fall short 
on their potential. And often they'll look at others and think, oh, they're scratching their head. Why, why is that other team, why is that other leader achieving the results that I can only dream about? But why can't I do that? Well, often it's because there's lots of blind spots where they're doing things and taking actions and developing strategies and tactics that are going to deliver the same result every single time. And they don't know any different. And this, is, this can be very, very frustrating. And often what they end up doing is hoping that if they keep doing the same thing, they'll actually get a different result. But as we know, if we keep doing what we've always done, we'll keep getting the results that we've always got, which at its core is one of the definitions of insanity. So when it comes to becoming exceptional, these leaders and us in particular, if we're finding ourselves in a position where we're not getting the results that we want, if our team are not getting the results that we want them to get, and ultimately that they want to get as well, there are going to be some things that we need to quit doing. And not only as a team, but also you as a leader as well. So I want you to think about some of these things as I go through this and just see where you're at. Are you getting the results that you ultimately desire? Are you getting the fulfillment and the satisfaction that you're craving from your leadership role? Or is there another level entirely you can get to? It may well be there's a number of things that you're doing right now that you need to start thinking about quitting doing or at least changing the way you're doing it so that you can create some space to get potentially some different results. That will often pave the way for you to be an exceptional leader in any industry that you're operating in. The first thing is, hey, how about we quit following the herd? Uh, if it's not serving you, and certainly if it's not serving your team, and instead, let's carve a brand new pathway. And this is a really interesting one because we often hear the catchphrase, when everybody's zagging, you need to zig, or when everybody's zigging, you need to zag. In other, in other words, go against the grain, do things that are different to what everybody else is doing, and you'll separate yourself from everybody else. There's an element of truth to that, but there's also an element of truth in the fact that if there's good models that you can follow, then you need to actually start following those models as well. What we don't want to get caught up in is following the herd from a groupthink perspective, always questioning what we're doing. So when it comes to following anybody and looking at anybody who's going to be a model of excellence, ask the question as to whether they're achieving the results that you would ultimately like to achieve. Do they have the ethics and the values and are they implementing the strategies that will deliver those results so they become sustainable? Or are they just being uh, a subservient to the herd that they're following and therefore what you're going to be doing is simply following the herd, which is following another herd? So always question, am I following the herd? And if I am, if it's not serving me, then I've got to find a different herd. And that herd could well be one person or that herd could well be you creating a brand new herd. So the question there that we need to ask ourselves is, is the herd that I'm currently following, is the herd that I'm currently part of, is it delivering the results that we want? If it is, great, keep going. If it's not, then do something different. The second thing is quit accepting things as they are and start challenging more. I am absolutely staggered at the number of people and particularly leaders who don't question enough. Now, this has not been like a five-year-old that's always asking why, 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 why are we doing this, but getting really curious and asking inquisitive questions and challenging people's thinking, particularly senior leaders. I had this conversation yesterday with a group and we were talking about challenging upwards and, and many people who work in a hierarchical and highly matrixed environment, they often find it really challenging to question or to challenge senior executives. Uh, and it's a really interesting dynamic. And depending on the environment that's been created, I said to them, you're going to find that most senior executives actually want, if not desire, if not demand, that their team questions literally everything. And the fact that even though they're a director, even though they might be the founder, even though they might be the CEO, 
they don't necessarily have all the answers because they know that if we can get ideas from the group, if we can tap into people's IP, we can actually improve the whole business and the rising tide will lift all boats. So don't just think just because you've got somebody in an executive position that they know everything there is to know and that you as a person who's perhaps a little bit lower in the hierarchy can't ask those questions or at least provide feedback, that's exactly what senior executives want. So quit accepting things as they are and start questioning everything and start challenging more and have the courage to step out and and ask the questions. Have have the courage to put some insights on the table or provide provide some feedback or give some ideas as to how we can improve because you might just find that your idea is the difference that makes all the difference that unlocks the potential for the team. Not only that, but also potential for yourself as well. So quit accepting things as they are. The next thing to do is quit telling yourself that the results will improve if you simply demonstrate more patience. Now, I've had this conversation many, many times and many people say, hey, we just have to ride this out. It'll be okay. I've got to give it another month, another two weeks, another three months, whatever the case might be. We've got to quit telling ourselves that results will automatically improve if we stay the course. Now, I've recorded many podcasts around this topic in particular, and that is we need to stay the course. But the key thing around staying the course is we need to always be looking at what's working, what's not working, and making adjustments along the way. So yes, by all means, stay the course, but quit telling ourselves that we're going to stay the course and don't do anything different, expecting the results are going to change. Instead, how about we develop a level of impatience and maybe a sense of urgency to make some positive progress and make some changes that can move in a positive direction. The next one is to quit accepting excuses from yourself, but also your team to justify your current situation. I hear this a lot. The excuse-itis. Oh, we're only here because this, that, and the other thing is happening. Or my boss won't do this. Or my marketing team won't do that. Or my customers are saying this. Clearly define the current reality. And this is one of the key things that we need to do as leaders is define the reality as it sits right now. Don't accept excuses as to why we're sitting right now. So there's no need to justify. We just need to define it and then use that as a platform to launch into a brand new stratosphere. So don't use that as an excuse. And also quit playing small. Quit playing small and playing it safe. Becoming exceptional requires us to blast out of our comfort zone and to play a much, much bigger game. And this is often a challenge that I give to leaders and also teams as well when I'm working with them. That is do something that absolutely scares you, something that takes you out of your comfort zone. They have no idea how it's going to work or whether it's going to work, but you're prepared to do it anyway. So that's why it needs to be something that potentially scares you, that forces you to demonstrate a level of courage. Because here's what you'll find. You'll find that very quickly, you'll understand what you're made of. But also through taking that action, you're going to give yourself permission to do something different. But also think about the example you're setting your team. Not only are you going to give your team the permission to do something different that scares them, that gets them out of the comfort zone, but you're also going to give your team permission to follow you. So if you find yourself playing a certain game, if you find yourself playing it safe and being conservative, time to break out of that because there's no way you can be exceptional if you're playing it safe and being conservative. Just saying. The next one to think about is quit to think about the problems and instead focus on the opportunities. Now, this might sound really obvious, but I'm still I'm staggered at the number of people that focus on the on the reasons why we cannot do things rather than looking at the opportunities that actually are in front of us and instead focus on what those opportunities are. And I had this conversation this morning and we we're talking to a group about how to how to use positive language when it comes to dealing with their key stakeholders. And many of them found that they were quite uh, conservative and really taking a negative slant in terms of what we can't do as a, as a, as a I guess, as a pre, uh, not a precursor, but as a first response to any query that comes in. 
And I said, if we can just flip that a little bit, and instead of thinking about this as a challenge and thinking about this as a problem, and instead think about it as an opportunity, all of a sudden we can start to frame some positive language and think about and lead with what we can do before we actually think about what we can't do. Because here's the thing, there's always going to be obstacles, there's always going to be challenges that are in front of us. But here's what exceptional leaders do is they use them as stepping stones towards achievement and towards progress. They do not use them as anchors to remain fixed in their current position. So if that's something that potentially is holding you back where you're thinking a little bit more about the problems than about the opportunities, then flick the switch and start thinking about every problem as a solution or a potential solution and an opportunity. And you might find that the doors will open up again. And here's the big one, the big one that might sound a little bit controversial, but I like sharing this with with teams as well and certainly with leaders. And that is to be exceptional, if you need to, how about thinking about quitting your role? Now, this might sound like an extreme action to take. However, if you're not able to be creative, if you're not able to drive the standards of the team, to drive the standards of excellence, to create your own path that will lead not only you, but also your team to sustainable success, then maybe the best thing to do is to quit. It may just be the action that will propel you forward to being exceptional and also give permission to other people to do exactly the same thing. Because here's one thing that is for absolute certain. I said this at the beginning of the episode, and that is if we keep doing what we've always done, we're going to keep getting what we've always got. So ask yourself this question. In order to be exceptional, are you prepared to quit. Now, this is a question I want you to really start thinking about. Maybe not just on a walk or, or when you're driving, really sit down and give yourself some conscious thought on this. In order for me to be exceptional, what am I prepared to quit? And am I committed to doing that? If you can do that, then very quickly you'll start to identify some things. And maybe these are big things, maybe these are small things for you. It depends on your circumstances. But one thing is for sure in order for you to go from where you are now to being exceptional, there's going to be some things that not only you're going to have to do differently. I guarantee there's going to be some things that you need to quit doing because otherwise you'll be ending up getting pretty much the same results, maybe some incremental improvements, but you won't certainly make exponential improvements that we know you are capable of. So I trust that message resonates and makes sense. And of course, if you'd like to have a conversation about this, if you'd like to potentially have a conversation about working one-on-one with me over the next 90 days, love to have that conversation. We'll do that over Zoom. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits, we'll jump on Zoom and have that conversation and uh, figure out where you're at, what you're looking to achieve, and maybe, just maybe, identify some things that you can quit in order to pave the way for you to be an exceptional sales leader. So very much look forward to that conversation, and as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.